Hey Walk Stars. Today's episode is about walking with loving kindness and being a vessel for community and love and trust. And it's a really moving conversation. And Libby and I are so excited to dive in with you about it. Yeah, it's about the opportunity to make somebody feel seen and supported, acknowledged with a simple smile. That's today on This Morning Walk. Blind Nil Audio. I'm Alex L. I'm Libby Delena. Welcome to This Morning Walk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Libby. Hello, Alex. How are you today? I'm okay. How you doing? I'm good. I um, had a, had a nice walk, but I would say that the energy in this world is um, prickly and heavy, and so I'm grateful for you know my walk being a place where I can maybe put some things down and. Uh, walk with a big heart. So I am grateful for our walking practice. I thought a lot about you on my walk today. I thought about the people I really loved and cared about. And um, so yeah, I was really uh, grounded and grateful for the practice today, given sort of where the planet feels like it is. Yeah, I feel you. I went on a long walk today, about two miles and most of my walk was a walking meditation and just trying to be as intentional and present as I could be. And so, yeah, I'm I'm feeling good, actually. I mean, it's an okay day, meaning it's just a neutral, nothing exciting has happened today. But I'm also really grateful to just be safe and and well, you know, and I know a lot of people aren't experiencing that. Right. And I think it's really important that we all are safe and well. And so that's the energy I was putting out into the world today on my walk is, may I be safe and well, may you be safe and well, may we all be safe and well. And I just think that that's, especially in times of feeling hopeless or unsure of what to do and how to help, be it when there's a global crisis happening or when there's intimate crisis within our relationships happening, right? It's like, what do we do? Um, sometimes all we can do is hold space for, for love in our hearts and loving kindness for others. And so that's what I'm moving through the world with this week. Yeah, that's so beautifully said. I think, um, yeah, with each step we can bring a, a thoughtfulness, a presence, a care for each other. And, um, I had an experience, uh, on my walk two days ago, um, which was, uh, just a really beautiful reminder of the simplicity of generosity, kindness, and a smile. Mm-hmm. So I was out walking and passed a young woman on, I happened to be on a trail and um, I passed her and her body language was, uh, I don't know, sort of heavy and eyes downturned. And I just, um, I'm one of those people who will say basically hello to everybody on the trail, but I really tried to hold a a real sense of 
care for her as I passed. And I just smiled and said, good morning. And we kept on walking and she looked up and said, hello. It was about 10 steps later. I felt a tap on my shoulder. She had turned around and came back. And she said, I just have to tell you how lovely it was Mm. to receive your smile and to be seen. And for that moment to feel affection from somebody. Mm. That's making me cry. That's so sweet. Yeah. And me too. That's so special. And I really thought, think how available that is to all of us Mm. to share, especially when it's really shared in a, a true grounded way. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, you know, I can be that goofball. It says hello to everybody and it feels sort of jocular and f- playful. I think the opportunity is to know that we have within our beings, the opportunity to make somebody feel really cared for and loved and seen in a split second. Mm-hmm. And it comes I felt particularly grounded in that moment. I felt very at home where I was. So my smile and my good morning to her was really, it wasn't superficial. It wasn't me just sort of connecting with somebody. It it, it um, had a different intensity to it. But mm-hmm. after, after she tapped me on the shoulder and we carried on and walked away, I just, it was, I guess, back to what we were saying earlier on in these moments where, you know, the world can be complicated and have um, some energy in it that feels uncertain or unkind. I think the reminder for me, my reminder was it doesn't take a lot to to signal to somebody, I see you, I care about you, I don't mm-hmm. know you, but uh, we are connected. We are in the same place, on the same trail at the same moment. And mm-hmm. that's meaningful. And to what you said earlier, we're safe and well. And mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge that. And yeah, so I I think my moving through the world uh, in the last few days has involved holding on to um, the power of a simple smile and how sharing that is can be really nourishing, even for just a few seconds. It's so wild. We didn't even touch base about what we were going to talk about today. And that is really resonant with how I've been feeling this week on my walks Mm. and how I have been making a effort to to look up more, to see who's around me, to greet eyes Mm. with my fellow walkers in the morning and to smile and to make an effort to actually see and be seen. So I love that you and that woman had um, such a beautiful exchange on witnessing each other, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that is hard. It is hard to be witnessed mm-hmm. without feeling extremely vulnerable, especially during moments of um, deep sadness or pain or conflict. And then it's it's hard to witness when someone is feeling that way and there's nothing you can do about it but bear witness, right? And something I tell my 
clients and students often is that sometimes we don't need fixing, we just need witnessing. And it's it's in these moments of our walks that we can truly witness what's around us, who is around us, and take that time, even if it's just that moment in the day where you actually practice presence of intentionally seeing someone else and letting someone else see you. It's really like monumental self-healing work. And it's also like deeply necessary for us to connect with other humans. Like that's a part of our DNA. We want to connect. We want to feel seen. We want to feel loved. And even for those of us who feel like we've never been seen or been loved, like that's still a longing for so many of us. And to have a stranger on our walk acknowledge our existence and our humanness and our aliveness with such loving kindness just by way of energy exchange and a glance and a smile like that is huge so to be able to extend that is huge and to be able to receive that is huge and it's just lovely that you guys had that exchange um it that's really beautiful thank you for sharing that mm. It doesn't surprise me that we ended up on sort of the same path in terms of what we wanted to talk about. This happens <laughs> all the time with you and me, doesn't it? It's just so interesting. We, we didn't discuss what we were going to talk about. And um, yeah, that's, that notion of looking up, I feel like, is, is part of what we talk about this morning walk, is to raise our eyes and mm-hmm. to see what's around us and in front of us, what is right now. I love that. What the, is right now. Mm-hmm. 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 Because and even if that woman was going through such a hard, hard time, the right now of her day with you right. softened that hardness. And that's just so special. And it softened you, you know? Like that is that's the beauty of this. Um, of this, of the ability to pay attention. It's like, where is it softening us in our lives? Because after we leave each other, after we part ways, we go back to our own homes, you know, we go back to our lives. I always say that we live in a world within worlds within worlds. Like one of my favorite things to do is go to a restaurant with Ryan and just people watch and be like, wow, they have their own world and we're in our own world, in the same world. Like it, like when we pay attention, not only are we softening, but we are awakening our ability to be in community with people. And that's just... It's really powerful when you when you like break it down and think about it. Like that's a really <laughs> <Right>. powerful thing. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like we recognize each other as partners on this planet, right? Mm-hmm. To your point, we're all in these separate worlds, but when we do, sp- you know, pause for that moment, become attentive, look up, recognize each other, witness each other, it's like, oh, oh, right? All these worlds overlap. These mm-hmm. worlds are concentric. They're right next to each other. We all stand next to each other, even though, you know, I've never met her before. I will say I love um, your language around and that uh, that interaction was softening. And I'm not sure 
I would have used that word, which is why I love our relationship, because you often put to words <laughs> what I'm feeling. But the softening for me, the way that showed up was the remainder of that walk mm. was very different than the first part of that walk. The first mm -hmm. part of that walk, I was probably up in my head and, you know, thinking about this and that and if I'm lucky, I was doing a little breathing work and trying to get present. And then in that interaction, I became immediately present. Mm. I became immediately connected. The sort of notion of welcome to right now, like she and I saw each other. And then the second half of my walk, to your point, there was a softening. There was, um, I guess, you know, that that moment of vulnerability with each other sort of, in a way, sort of washed away this kind of activity that I had in my head. And it was that second half of the walk that I really noticed the fragrance of my walk. And that sounds disconnected, but when I was all up in my head and I was thinking about this and that, I wasn't attentive or attuned to the sort of sensual pleasures or my connection to hers. So the whole second half of this, my walk after having connected with her, I became very connected to that place and very attuned to what was happening. Whereas before my head was off somewhere else. Um, so that softening that came from connection meant that I was now sort of monumentally more attuned to that place in that moment. And mm -hmm. for me, that showed up as fragrance. There was this incredible fragrance. So it's amazing how even those kind of little interactions will transform a day, a moment, a walk. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I, you said earlier, which really struck me, was the vulnerability of receiving being seen. Mm -hmm. So there is the action of us seeing somebody. And then you said, you know, her ability to be seen was a very vulnerable act. Mm. And I'd love to hear you talk about that more because I, I think actually for myself, I find that very hard to receive that seeing or that acknowledgement. And I don't know, that's an interest. It's a very interesting note. I think for me, it's um, when I think about my walks I try to walk with this, this is going to sound weird, but like walk as like an empty vessel, meaning that I have capacity to pay attention to what's around me and I have capacity to mm. absorb the energy around me and I have the capacity to extend, to extend space for others. I don't know if that makes sense, but it feels like, okay, I'm full enough to go on this walk. I have the capacity enough to go on this walk, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to empty my vessel, my pitcher, before I leave the house. And then I'm going to have this fresh, open mm -hmm. space for other things to fill me up, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And what I've realized, and I'm sharing this because, and I know it sounds kind of wonky, but just bear with me. I'm sharing this because 
There have been many a walks when I was too filled with emotion, with mm. uh, trepidation, with fear, with processing that I wasn't even able to be present to what was around me. I wasn't looking at my neighbor and saying hello and speaking and smiling. I wasn't looking at the leaves dancing on the the branches. I wasn't looking up. I was I was in my bag of sometimes chaos, right? Yeah. And it's not until the end of the walk when I feel ready to put some things down. So I've seen an emotional shift as I walk, you know, like when I'm full Mm -hmm. of chaos and turmoil or when I'm full of lightness or when I'm empty and willing and curious to gather things along the path, Mm -hmm. like that smile Mm -hmm. from a neighbor or gathering of leaves. I sent you a picture of the leaves I was collecting today on my walk or, you know, just (sighs) capacity is important. And I think that when we are, when we have capacity to see and be seen, it just hits different. It lands different. And I'm a very visual person. And so I think of myself as a vessel, like, do I have the space within me to pour into someone else, to to take on what someone else may be holding? Like, it's very important for me that I have the capacity to do that. And on the days that I don't, I'm normally walking inside on the days that I don't because I'm not able to really be as present, right? Um, Capacity, holding space, being willing, being a witness, being open, and um, just having the willingness and the energy to be within my community, on my path, present, so on and so forth. Hey, Walk Stars, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Torre. Every week on my podcast, Torre Show, I interview amazing people like Andre 3000, Jada Pinkett Smith, Brisha Webb, Charles Blow, and all sorts of people about what fueled their rise to success and the ways in which being Black shows up in their work. If you want some inspiration to help achieve your dreams, listen to Torre Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, walk stars. I want to turn you on to one of my favorite podcasts in the entire world. It's the 10% Happier Podcast, and it has one guiding philosophy. Happiness is a skill you can learn, and I truly believe this. So why not master it? Hosted by Dan Harris, a journalist who had a panic attack on national television and then set out on a journey of transformation. He's now on a quest to help others achieve peace and happiness. Every week, Dan talks to top scientists, meditation teachers, and even the odd celebrity in wide-ranging conversations that explore topics like productivity, anxiety, enlightenment, psychedelics, and relationships. The interviews cover everyone from Brene Brown to Alexander Draymond to Sam Harris. So, walk stars, as you know, this podcast is much more than just about walking. It's the same for 10% Happier. Think of listening to 10% Happier as a workout for your mind. Find 10% Happier wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everybody. It is my favorite time of year, holiday season, and Libby and I are so grateful to have you all a part of our community. We wouldn't be where we are today without 
you walking alongside us on this journey. And so with that being said, we are collecting audio from y'all for a special listener episode rooted in gratitude. And so all you have to do is talk through what you're grateful for this season on one of your walks and send it to hello at thismorningwalk.com. And we'll compile it into a beautiful listener episode. And there will be so much gratitude shared near and far for this very special holiday season. Bingo. That's a wrap. (laughs) So perfect. (laughs) Welcome back to this Morning Walk podcast. That was really long-winded, and I don't know if I answered your question, but that's just what came up for me. Yeah, you did answer it. I'm not even sure what my question was, but <laughs> you answered it. <laughs> and I think maybe that's what I was struggling to articulate earlier, which was that the first part of my walk, I didn't have capacity. I don't think I had capacity. All of a sudden, I connected with this beautiful human being. We connected, and all of a sudden, I was able to put down all of that that I was carrying with me. I put down all of a sudden, there's now new capacity with this vessel. Mm. So what do I fill that up with? Oh my gosh, the smell of the eucalyptus. Oh my gosh, the sound of the birds. And I didn't have that capacity when I headed out because I had all this shenanigans going on in my head, chaos. And it was a transformative moment in a number of reasons is mm. The ability to empty out the vessel, having, you know, sort of shared with her at that moment, put some things down, come to now, come to welcome to right now. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I don't know, right now became more vibrant. It's uh, mm. it's amazing how much, um, I don't know, I, I continually amazed even this many years of walking, how many lessons are embedded within a few steps. Within a few steps. And I I love that you shared that because I think a lot of people have this misconception that we set out on this walk as like Zen Buddhist monks. And we are so Mm -hmm. far from that. (laughs) Right. I wish I had the I wish I had the capacity of a Zen (laughs) Buddhist monk. (laughs) But a lot of times, you know, I'm just uh, I am just doing my best (laughs) with what I have when I have it. And like this morning, we walked Isla to school. And then I told Ryan, I'll see him when I get home from my walk. So I we walked her to school, dropped her off. And then I went my way. He went back home. And like, sometimes that's what you can do. That, that's what you do. You You squeeze in the walk. You do the best you can with the time that you have, right? It's not always about being like, it's not always about planning. Sometimes it's just about going. Mm. And I had to learn that very early on in this walking practice because I was trying to do all this planning and then I was getting stressed out about the walk. And I'm like, this is not, this is not what this is supposed to be. Mm -mm. And so I think that's where I'm learning over the past two years. That's where I have learned like, hey, just go on the damn walk. Just go on the walk. It doesn't have to be this monumental this endeavor. monumental thing, right? No. You will find the peace on the path, but you have to go. You have to get you know? on the path. You have to get on the path. And it doesn't matter how you end up there. Just go ahead and get on it. <laughs> yeah, right. There have been days, quite honestly, where um, to your point, you know, my walks looked like, oh, 
I need to go to the supermarket today. I need to get some groceries. My walk looked like parking as far away as I could from the front door, stepping yep. out of my car and intentionally walking with space and, you know, and that has sometimes been what it looked like. Mm-hmm. It was intention, but yeah, wasn't anything it monumental. Mm-hmm. It looked different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you and I have shared when we're traveling and sometimes we walk around walk the airport. In the airport. And there it is. That's, but uh, to your point, get on the path. And, sometimes it takes a little minute. On the path. Something that this conversation is sparking for me is this Buddhist practice of um, Tonglen. Have you heard of Tonglen? Um, I learned this from Pema Chodron. And she teaches about this practice of taking and sending, which is basically a Buddhist, an uh, old school Buddhist practice um, to awaken our compassion muscle, essentially. Mm. And Pema often teaches that with each in-breath, we take in others' pain. With each out-breath, we send them relief. Love. Compassion. And... Mm. Mm. It's described here on on the Lion's Roar <clears throat> website that Tonglin practice, also known as taking and sending, reverses our usual logic of avoiding suffering and seeking pleasure. In Tonglin practice, we visualize taking in the pain of others with every in-breath and sending out whatever will benefit them on the out-breath. In the process, we become liberated from age-old patterns of selfishness. We begin to feel love for both ourselves and others. We begin to take care of ourselves and others. And I just love, Mm. I love this practice because it doesn't take a lot of time and it, it invites us to see each other, to witness each other. And I'll make sure we put this link in the description of this episode if you want to learn more about Tonglin practice. But it is just such a stunning way of community care in the most easeful, easeful way possible. So this, all of this is just reminding me of the Tonglin practice and, and how beautiful and sacred it is. How beautiful is that? And think how to – it's making me think when I go on a walk uh, – tomorrow that that practice will be um, available as we walk to breathe in that pain and suffering of others and to exhale compassion and love, even if it's for a few steps. What Mm -hmm. a beautiful, thank you for sharing that. Um, I think that's a powerful way to end this conversation with next steps for all of us. Mm, Yeah. So here's what I'm going to take with me as I walk into next week. I I think the important thing about how we show up in this world with kindness and care and acknowledgement for each other has the potential of, of really changing somebody's day and moment. And the importance of, of that and the availability of changing somebody's day is available to us all. I'm walking into next week with more space for compassion and empathy, for deep love and understanding for others, even if I don't know exactly 
what they're going through. I want to be able to be someone who holds and supports and makes people feel like they're seen and and safe. And so that's what I'm walking into, being a vessel for care for our community. And now here are me and Libby's walking journals. You know, we love this part of the show. We hope that you do too. We also love hearing from you. So feel free to record while you're out, two minutes, and then send it on over to hello at thismorningwalk.com. We love hearing about your walks as well. Good morning. I am walking my usual loop and it's getting more and more beautiful outside. The leaves are changing. They're gorgeous right now. And this tree-lined street is quite narrow. But when the leaves start changing, it is absolutely stunning. Oh, my God. Here's a woodpecker. Oh, my goodness. It's so pretty. Try to get close to it. Did he go... Oh, he flew away. He's gorgeous. Wow. Anywho, I'm always getting distracted on these walks. So my walking journal today is really going to just be a walking meditation, short loving kindness meditation. There's so much going on in the world that's breaking everyone's hearts. And if it's not, it should be. And, um... Sometimes all we can do in these moments or feelings of hopelessness is to send loving kindness and hopefulness out into the community, the world, the universe. So you can repeat after me if you'd like. Take deep breaths in between each pause. And we're just going to walk mindfully one step ahead of the other and send a loving kindness to our neighbors, to our community, to our loved ones. May I walk in compassion. May you walk in compassion. May we all walk in compassion. May I walk in understanding. May you walk in understanding. May we all walk in understanding. May I walk in non-judgment. May you walk in non-judgment. May we all walk in non-judgment. May I walk in inner peace. May you walk in inner peace. May we all walk in inner peace. May I walk in nonviolent communication. 
may you walk in nonviolent communication. May we all walk in nonviolent communication. May I walk in safety. May you walk in safety. May we all walk in safety. I hope you all keep soft hearts, empathetic hearts, compassionate, kind, and loving hearts, especially when things get really, really tough. Big love, friends. Take care. Hello, this morning walk. So my walking journal entry today is, oh my gosh, it might bring me to tears. It might sound like I have a lump in the back of my throat, which I do. So my anniversary of starting this walk is November 3rd, which is my dad's birthday. My dad was a powerful, loving human being, and I actually don't think those two words are really separated. He was an exquisite, gracious, welcoming, tall, generous, humble human being, and my North Star. You know, when I was in high school, I don't know, I was probably already six feet at the time. And, you know, sort of the late 70s. And the fashion moment of that time were platform shoes. And he was so wonderful one day. Probably for my birthday or something, he brought home a pair of platform shoes for me. They were white and they had giraffes on them, painted on them. And um, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'm already six feet with these on and I'm going to be 6'3". And he looked me square in the eye and said, exactly, be who you are. And he was a really wonderful dad for a young girl, young woman, because he had no hesitation in believing in my ability to do anything. His name was William. He died a long time ago, far too young. He was very, very sick for the last decade of his life, which meant a really, honestly, kind of tumultuous teen years. I remember always thinking I would come home from school was he going to be there? Or was he going to be in the hospital? And so, November 3rd is a significant day for me, and that's the day I started walking. Um, I figured out a few years ago, at about year 10, that I had walked enough miles to roughly walk the circumference in the earth 
And I want to put an asterisk here, a reminder to all of us that this practice is not about mileage or number of days or number of years. It's about doing it. That being said, that year, I was just on a walk and curious. Gosh, I wonder how far it's been, because I don't keep track every day. I'm not uh, wearing a device to track. Uh, that's all great. Uh, for me, I can get too caught up in all that data. So, in any case, I decided a few years ago, on that 10th anniversary, that for the last month, I was going to celebrate each walk my own little personal parade and at times I would imagine a marching band in front of me at times I brought sparklers with me I celebrated personally each of those walks leading up to November 3rd and I'm uh, doing that right now too and I hope you celebrate your wins your well-being. Okay, that's all. So Alex, I'm coming up on my anniversary, November 3rd, my dad's Woo-hoo. birthday. Woohoo! It will be now 12 years ago. And um, I, oh my gosh, I feel like it's um, getting me in the back of my throat. I am just so grateful to this practice it is a, such a reflection of who I am. I, in some ways, I can't even believe I found this practice and have uh, honestly honored it. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's making me. I just love this practice, and I love that it brought us together. It's uh, one of the most important things in my life is this mm-hmm. walking and the lessons it's brought and the opportunities and uh, wisdom. I feel like myself when I walk. So November 3rd is uh, a big day. And my dad is my nor- was my North Star, is my North Star. So those two things are very important. Go walk to a bakery and get, get yourself a little itty bitty, itty bitty cupcake. <laughs> yeah, right. And enjoy it as you stroll with sprinkles yeah. and enjoy it as you stroll. I will. Oh, I'm so excited for you. There's a lot of beautiful things coming up for us in November. We're going to be having a walking anniversary birthday, a dad, a Libby's dad's birthday, um, just all these beautiful things. But we're also going to have our very first guest on the show, which sure. we are very thrilled about. So. Thank you all for walking with us, for being in community with us. First of all, actually, uh, to wrap this up, because if I say first of all, we're going to be here all day, but y'all's emails, emails, your love notes to us. Oh, oh my gosh. Heart melting communal care through and through. Thank you. Thank you for seeing us and allowing us to see you and being on this path with us. We are so so grateful and honored to be your walking buddies, walk stars, truly. Mm, thank you for saying that. I, um, yeah, I, every time we open one up, we send it to each other with just hearts galore and real gratitude. So in this season of giving thanks and thanksgiving, uh, we share that with you. All right, friend, have a lovely day. 
You too. I love you, Libby. <laughs> I love you, Alex. <laughs> this Morning Walk is a production of Blind Nil Audio, hosted by me, Alex L. And me, Libby Delena. If you find value and meaning in the conversations that we have on the show, please share it with a friend. And consider leaving a five-star review. Also, comments on Apple Podcasts really help us out. When you do that, it introduces this show to a bigger audience. Thank you so much for listening. You are wonderful. Have a great walk. Take good care. The views, information, or opinions expressed in the series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Chip and Joanna Gaines, Blind Nail Audio, nor Magnolia.